Ladies and gentlemen, it is the best time of year. No, not Christmas. No, not whatever you think it is. It's fucking Oscar season, <laughs> and we have our nominations prediction. Now, traditionally, we suck at predicting the nominees. We're pretty good at the winners. Yes. We suck at predicting the nominees. This is going to be funny because next week, the Oscar nominations come out, which we will talk about when they happen. But for now, we wanted to kind of give you guys our predictions as to who we think is going to win based off of industry chatter, based off of some personal feelings. I know they'll sneak in there. and um, But we do want to let you guys know, for nominations, we didn't, we're not going to talk about any of the uh, shorts, whether it be documentary, live action, or animated, which is ironic because we make shorts. <laughs> but it's just because we haven't seen any of them and haven't heard any chatter, so it would just be blind guesses at that point. We will be predicting winners and talking about winners because we want to honor yeah. everybody, but it just would have been wasted airspace to try to even come up with those nominations considering we know nothing and have heard nothing about them. That'd be cool if we got the printouts like I did last year. We did a video where yes. we talk through them and check them off. Yes. I like it. I like it too. Well, I have mine, but I think you have a more organized list than my scatterbrain notes, so I'll let you kind of guide it, and then I'll give my predictions. Okay, sure. We're going to start off with Best International Film. Best International Film. Now, of the no the nominees that I chose, I've heard of three of them, which is why we can talk about them here. Mm -hmm. um, so here were my nominees, my predicted nominees that we will f hear next week. Decision to Leave. Mm -hmm. which I still need to see. I've heard it's great. All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, Argentina 1985, and Close. I have not heard of the last two films. Okay. But those are my nominations predictions because of the bullshit rule that RRR is illegible to uh, be nominated. So, yes. What was another one that you said? I didn't know that about RRR. <laughs> Uh, do you I'll, have, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. I'm stick. I'm sticking with it. I don't care. Do Do you have decision to leave? Yeah. All quiet. I don't think I'd. Ar yeah. Bardo. Yeah. I have close and then RRR because I did not know that it was. Why didn't it qualify? I don't remember. Like it, it qualifies for other awards, just yeah. not that one. Well, that makes no sense. Yeah. Does it nominate it for best feature? Could it technically? For why? I, I don't know. Because it can't be a Netflix thing. Because Bardo was a Netflix original. Uh huh. Huh. That's worth a Google. Yeah. Oh, because India submitted another film. Oh, interesting. They must have done that before they saw how successful RRR was. Yes, exactly. Because countries can only submit one movie. That's right. Mm. Imagine making a movie in your country and the entire country decides you're the one that we're sending. <laughs> that's that's got to feel good. It's like Eurovision. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Nicholas. Yes. Your nominations, predictions for international feature. Yes. Well, I have All Quiet on the Western Front, Decision to Leave, and Bardo because I have heard of those three. Yes. And same. I do really want to watch all three of them because mm -hmm. I've heard phenomenal things. Yes. I put Close on there because I've heard that just kind of amongst the rumblings of discourse. And I did not Me know well. about RRR not qualifying, <laughs> so I have RRR on there. But you know what? I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'll keep it in there out of false hope. Good. I hope you prove everyone wrong, and it's a surprise. <laughs> As I prove everyone wrong by putting something that blatantly cannot be. I also have Tar for best score. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. 
Uh, now we're going to go on to best documentary feature. Now, I had only heard of two of these films, so that's also why they qualified to be discussed. My number one choice is Fire of Love. Mm-hmm. My number second is Descendant. Those are the two that I've heard of. My number three is All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, because I think it's a very cool name. Number four is um, All That Breathless. And number five is Moonage Daydream, which was another one that I heard of, because it's the David Bowie one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I have Fire of Love because I've heard of that one. I thought All about, That Breathes, my bad. I said it wrong. I thought about just leaving Fire of Love, because I think that's a shoe-in, just out of it being the only one that I've heard. Like, last year, I heard of every single documentary nominated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was even before I started watching them. Yeah. Um, I have uh, This Place Rules, which was an HBO Max documentary that okay. I thought was pretty good. I know that the director, because he was a YouTube personality, just kind of mm-hmm. had some controversy around him, so mm-hmm. he might not be in the rumblings anymore just out of PR. Yeah. Um, I put All That Breeze because I heard of that one. Um, I put Hallelujah, a Leonard Cohen uh, oh, yes. one that I heard mm-hmm. very good things about. I really got a catch up on like my musical ones like i really wanted to watch a few years ago there was a bg's one that came out Mm -hmm. and moon age daydream um and then i put bad axe because i thought it was a cool name yes yes that that's how most of them go whenever i don't know what's going on i'm like ah, that one sounds cool Mm -hmm. uh best animated feature pinocchio puss in boots the last wish turning red marcel the shell with shoes on and in my number five spot i put the bad guys Ooh. I wanted to put minions, but I think that I think they're going to go for the bad guys. I have Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. Marcel the Shell, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Turning Red, and Minions. Because I'm not a coward. <laughs> That's fair. I deserve that. Also, I'll be entirely honest, only because I don't know if it's in frame or not. I did not have minions. <laughs> I'm going to be blatantly honest with you. Uh- and that's only because I totally forgot that came out. Oh, that's so funny. I had Wendell and Wild from Netflix. I'll gotcha. be honest. Yeah. Gotcha. My, ne- Netflix has gotten a lot of name, non- noms in the past for that before. It has. I ho- in my heart, Minions is the best picture. Yes. That's a lock for Pinocchio, I think. I have not seen Puss in Boots, which might sneak mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. I don't think Marcel Deschel. I don't even think it should be nominated in that category, personally. Yeah. But, but you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think... It'll be between Pinocchio and Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when we dive into our winner's predictions, we'll we'll get into that whenever we find out the nominees. Best visual effects. Avatar The Way of Water. I don't know why we're going to guess the rest. Um, Doctor Strange The Multiverse of Madness. The Batman. Top Gun Maverick. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I did not put any nominations except for Avatar. That's fair. Because it's, I, there's no point. I did not... <laughs> want to put in the mental capacity to come up with other nominations because yeah. it seemed pointless for that category. Yeah. If Avatar loses, dumb. Yeah. Just dumb. Uh, best sound, or famously on the show, best noise. Best noise. <laughs> Number one, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Number two, Avatar The Way of Water. Number three, I put All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Number four, I put Elvis. And number five, I put Babylon. Mm-hmm. I did uh, Top Gun Maverick, Avatar, Elvis, Babylon, and The Woman King. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Okay, okay. Now we got best song. My number one choice, I put, uh, I believe it's pronounced Nalu Nalu from RRR. That just won at the Golden Globes. Yes. Uh, Number two, I put Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Mm -hmm. Wakanda Forever. Number three, I put Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Number four, I put, um, uh, I believe it's Theo Papa from Pinocchio. Ciao. Ciao, Papa. I can't read. Mm-hmm. And number five, I put stand up from the movie Till. 
Okay. I put uh, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, mm-hmm. Nalu Nalu from RRR, mm-hmm. Chow Papa Pinocchio, Till You're Home from A Man Called Otto. Ooh. Uh, and Applause from uh, Tell It Like a Woman. Okay. All right. Those yeah. are some solid choices. See, the officers always throw whack stuff. Mm-hmm. But by the way, I do have one category where I guess something out there, but I'm, oh, I'm, I'm excited. Because f- they do it every year with a category, and I feel like I know what it is. Anyway, moving on to best score. Number one, I put Babylon. Mm-hmm. Number two, I put The Fablemans. Number three, I put Women Talking. Number four, The Banshees of Inishirin. Number five, Avatar, The Way of Water. Mm. I did uh, Babylon, Fablemans, Pinocchio. Oh. Woman Talking. Mm-hmm. You ready for this one? Nope. Ah, mm. good choice. I took a big swing on that yeah, one. That yeah. one's a little out there. Yeah, it was but good. since Tar doesn't qualify. Yeah, which is... Dumb. Okay, listen. I think that Justin Hurwitz did a great job with the Babylon score. Are we about to fight? Yes. Oh I my think he God. did a great job. It was very similar to La La Land. You are smoking crack, bro. It's nothing he like added the La, more, La La he Land. He added more horns. It is nothing like the he La La Land He added more score. horns. The only one I'll give you is the Nelly and, um, oh my God, the main character's name. Their theme. Manny. Manny. Yeah. Their theme is is similar. It was that part. To the Mia and Sebastian That's the one I was theme. thinking of. The entirety other, the rest of the score is nothing like it. And I know this because I listen to it on repeat. I love the score. It's If he has that one like song La La that he ripped off though, then Tar should qualify too. Well, he didn't He didn't rip it off though because it's not the same melodies. It's not the same anything. And it's, the only thing that's similar about it is that it's the song of two main characters and it's piano. That's like the only really similar thing about it. It's not really... He had like a brief thing that he kind of did as an homage, but it wasn't in one of the songs, but it wasn't, you know. I digress still. I think he's going to win, and it's, he deserves to. I hope so, because the score is great. <laughs> uh, now let's go on to production design. Number one, I had Avatar The Way of Water. Okay. Number two, Glass Onion. Mm. Number three, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Number four, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Number five, Babylon. Ooh. I had... Uh... The Woman King. Okay. Everything Ever All at Once. Babylon. Avatar. The Batman. Ah, mm-hmm. solid choice. Okay, okay, okay. Best makeup and hairstyling. Number one, The Whale. Mm-hmm. Number two, Elvis. Mm-hmm. Number three, The Batman. Number four, Babylon. Number five, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I did The Whale. Everything Ever All at Once, Babylon, Glass Onion, Wakanda Forever. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said the Batman too, right? I did not. No love for Colin Farrell <laughs> and his makeup? Fuck. I was just... <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me tell you where my head was at. The first visual that popped into my head was mm-hmm. just putting mascara on Robert Pattinson. <laughs> and I was like, that's <laughs> that's kind of shitty makeup. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, I forgot about... How could I forget about Colin Farrell's Penguin? I'm ashamed because of Because he disappeared so great into the role. That's how you forgot. That's fair. Uh, best film editing. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. Elvis, because I, I know they're going to fucking do it, and it's going to piss me off. And The Banshees of Inishiran. Okay, I did uh, Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Avatar, Top Gun, and Tar. 
Ooh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Tar, mm-hmm. damn it. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, and it's I, edited very well. I still have Shit. not seen it, but I remember you said the guy studied under Kubrick, so yeah. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Th- that has to be edited beautifully. Yeah, damn it. I didn't even think about that. Why did I put... Okay, whatever. Um, Best costume design. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Elvis. Babylon. The Woman King. Everything, everywhere, all at once. This is costuming? Yeah. I did uh, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Babylon, Banshees, everything ever all at once. Okay. Okay. See, that's where I brought in the Woman King. Mm. Uh, best cinematography. And I don't care. I put it as my number one choice. Number one, The Batman. Number two, Avatar, The Way of Water. Number three, Empire of Light, just because it's Roger Deakins. Mm-hmm. Number four, The Banshees of Inishiran. Number five, Babylon. I did Top Gun. Babylon, smart. Mm-hmm. Babylon, Fablemans, Banshees, Avatar. Fablemans, dude. Tar, even Tar, dude. Lots of great cinematography this I, year. I did Fablemans. I was not a big fan of that movie, but it's Spielberg, so mm-hmm. I know that. Like, I know it's getting into a few of the technical ones that yeah. it always gets. Yeah. All right, now we're gonna get into the shit here, Nicholas. Original go. screenplay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Banshees of Inisherin. Tar, the Fablemans, After Sun. Mm-hmm. I went Banshees, everything ever all at once. Nope. Ooh, hey, he's gotten love in that category before. Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Okay, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adapted screenplay. You're gonna love this. Living. The Whale. Women talking. She said. And Glass Onion. I saw that, which is, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Uh-huh. Glass Onion only qualifies for adapted. Because it's a sequel. Because it's adapted from create characters created by Ryan Johnson, and it's only because of Daniel Craig. Yeah. That's so fucking funny It's to hilarious. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did Woman Talking, Glass Onion, All Quiet on the Western Front, The Whale, and Living. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Supporting actor in a supporting role. Actor? Yeah. Okay. Kihu Kwan, Everything Everywhere. Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inishirin. Barry Keegan, The Banshees of Inishirin. Paul Dano for The Fablemans. And Brian Tyree Henry for Cause Away. Mm-hmm. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Kihu Kwan, mm-hmm. Everything All at Once. Brendan Gleeson, Banshees. Barry Keegan, Good. Banshees. Brad Pitt, Babylon. Okay. Ready for this one? Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Hey, listen, that's not crazy. The Academy's done crazier stuff. Mm-hmm. Judy Dench won for like seven minutes from Shakespeare Cats. in Love. Oh, Shakespeare in Love. That was fucking funny. <laughs> that was fucking funny, dude. All right, Best Supporting Actress. Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Stephanie Hsu, Everything Everywhere All at Once which I really hope happens. Mm-hmm. And th- this one, this fifth one, is my my surprise nomination that I think is going to happen, and I'm counting on it. Kiki Palmer for Nope. Oh, okay. I went a different route. Okay. I went Stephanie Sue, Everything Ever All at Once, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, Wakanda Forever, Carrie Condon, Banshees, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Ever All at Once. I went Hong Chow for The Whale. See? That's what that's, everyone that's is thinking. That's the safe bet. I, I don't know. I feel like if there's a wild card, yeah. it's, it's that Kiki one. It's Bomber. Yeah. I thought about it for a second. I won't uh-huh. lie. Yeah. 
And hey, Ong Chao was great in the whale. I'm not taking anything away from mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. But yeah, because I think we're gonna get doubled up on everything everywhere, because Stephanie, uh, Shu, she has gotten a lot of traction recently to get a nomination, yeah. and Jamie Lee Curtis has never been nominated. So I think that's a double whammy for that right there. And Carrie Condon and Bassett are going to get it just because they crush. They're amazing. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is as well, and so is Stephanie. But I don't know. That fifth one, I feel like that's where it's going to... Intrigued by this. Yeah, yeah. So now let's move on to Best Actor. Austin Butler for Elvis. Mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell, The Banshee's Vinishiran. Mm-hmm. Which would be his first nominee, which is insanity. He c- Listen, he, that's, there's that's a, a safe bet. He would have won for supporting for Penguin. I'll leave it at that. I've heard on by many people he should have been nominated for Saving Mr. Banks. He was very good in that. Mm-hmm. For um, supporting, though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, number four, Bill Nighy for Living. Mm-hmm. Number five, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I went. Just because I feel like they'll do it. I went Austin Butler Elvis, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser the Whale, Colin Farrell Banshees, Bill Nighy Living. I went Paul Mescal, After Sun. Hey. I've been hearing a big uptick about him. After Sun's getting a lot, and we're seeing him in the news a lot more. Yeah. That's, hey. Because he's Gladiator That's now. not crazy. Or Gladiator too. And, dude, how crazy would it be if it was Adam Sandler for Hustle as like an apology for... for it's not worth It's not the same. Hustle's fine. Hey, he got the SAG nomination. He's so good in Uncut Gems. He is. <laughs> That was a tough year, though. Dude, 2019 was such an amazing year for mm-hmm. movies. Holy crap. Yeah. Anyway, best actress. Tom Cruise, though. think it's a possibility. I do. I I'm think... Inter- look, the Academy is a lot different than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. But those guys are still in there. And I feel like... I feel like it's honoring Tom Cruise for producing that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't think they'll just throw in, like, a random Lifetime Achievement Award in nope. the middle of it? No. Nope. I think that's how they're going to do it. I dig it. I like it. Picasso. Best actress. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett for Tar. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Danielle Deadweiler for Till, who I've heard is incredible. Mm-hmm. Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Listen, it's probably going to happen. I hope they could hear my eye roll through the... <laughs> and Margot Robbie for Babylon. Guess... I think they might give it... They might nominate her. Guess what, Dalton? We had the same five for that one. That's fun. Yep, that is fun. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Nope. And uh, I saw a great thing about Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, though. Mm-hmm. I was watching someone on Collider FYC. Or not Collider. They finally left Collider. It's on Perry's Nemiroff's YouTube channel. And they were talking about that, and they brought up... Two of them were talking about how, you know, could Michelle Williams fall out of it because a lot of people don't like her performance. And the third guy just goes, none of you have Jewish mothers and it shows. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. It's pretty good. Best director. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. I spent a lot of time on this dude, one. Dude, this same, dude. Same. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. The Daniels for Everything Everywhere. Martin McDonough for The Banshees Vinishiran. First time nominee for director, which is stupid. Todd Field for Tar and Joseph Kaczynski for Top Gun Maverick. Ooh, we almost had the same list. Yeah. We almost did. All right. I Give went to me. I went Spielberg, The Fablemans, uh-huh. Daniels, everything, uh, Martin McDonough, mm-hmm. Banshees, Todd Field, Tar, and then I went Cameron for Avatar. See, that could easily happen a yeah. thousand percent. 
Best Picture. This ten. is where we go nuts. Did you use all 10 slots? Yes. From now on, it is going to be 10. It's no longer that it could be up to 10. Okay. Thank God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did 10. Banshees of Venus Sheeran. Okay. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. The Fablemans. Mm-hmm. Avatar The Way of Water. Top Gun Maverick. Tar. Elvis. Glass Onion. Okay. RRR. And Decision to Leave. You went nucking futz on that category. I did, bro. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just because yeah. she said and women talking have just died in the buzz. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because I've heard both of those films are fantastic. Yeah. But I've just... The buzz has been dying. Now watch. Next week... This is going to be hilarious, guys. We're going to be completely wrong about most of these. Oh, yeah. Where we predict nominations, we are not good at Yeah. Awful. But anyway, give me your best picture list, buddy. Everything Ever All at Once. Uh Uh-huh. Banshees of Inishirin. Mm -hmm. The Fablemans. The Whale. Okay. Babylon. Okay. Mm -hmm. Top Gun Maverick. Elvis. Avatar The Way of Water. Tar. Triangle of Sadness. All right. I threw a couple safe picks, a couple... Ones that I've heard rumblings in the discourse, but I don't think they picked up enough steam. But I think that's might be why they squeak in there. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, I feel like Triangle of Sadness has died in the buzz. It every move. There's a movie every year that peaks early, mm-hmm. and I think it was Triangle of Sadness this year. That's what. But I think that. And the movie's not bad. I think it's gonna squeak in because yeah. of that. I think they're gonna try to be like, oh yeah, yeah. And the whale. I just don't think enough people love it as much. I don't think so either, but I think that because of all the acclaim that Brendan Fraser's getting, mm-hmm. I think it it's arguably a shoe in for makeup. I think he's a shoe in for a nomination for supporting, and then we even said like Hong Chao mm-hmm. is a toss up for yeah. supporting. Yeah, I would not be mad if she got nominated like, at all, and it, it it might get an adapted nod, but I think it might get that one which would be interesting because um aronofsky darren aronofsky neither of us had for director which mm-hmm. i don't think we'll get no but it'd be interesting it would be and the reason why i put rrr in decision to leave mm-hmm. is because i feel like rrr getting nominated for best picture is the is the award for rrr mm-hmm. i mean they might win best song but like that get it getting a best picture nomination when it didn't qualify for international is the award. The recognition, yeah. And they usually nominate at least one from the international category. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to be Decision to Leave because I feel like that's what's going to win. Best international. Yes. Okay. So, because if it wasn't the one that win, it would make no sense. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's that's why those two. Glass Onion, just because I won it. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. What hurt me on this list so much is I put no love for the menu. I, the bus is just not there. I know. I thought about putting it for original screenplay Dude, just because I you know what would be nuck and futz mm-hmm. if that fifth spot for best supporting, if fucking Ray Fiennes took it. Would he count for supporting, though? It depends on where they campaigned him. Here, let me let me see, because Gold Derby has where they're campaigning. Yeah. So Ray Fiennes is campaigning for lead. I think he'd have... Yo, what if he took the cruise spot? <laughs> he'd have a good uh-huh. shot for... Hey, uh, I didn't even think about that. But, dude, when you look at the list, like, on Gold Derby and all their odds, you look at all the people nominated, like, who could get it, and yeah. you're like, fuck, I didn't even think about half these people, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even look at Gold Derby. I was kind of based in mm-hmm. mind off lists that like Variety had put out yeah. and also mm-hmm. kind of mixing with. I know the Golden Globes aren't really a great precursor yeah. to the Oscars, but mm-hmm. I was trying to think of movies that I forgot about. Otherwise, I would have gotten hung Here's, up on like the same five. So I'll briefly talk about the Golden Globes. Yeah. They don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. They put on a good show, but you know they had that scandal for years ago for racist stuff. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, if you're asking like, why do the Golden Globes matter? The Academy has thousands of members that vote. Thousands. Maybe even in the tens of thousands now. Mm-hmm. So when something wins, it has thousands of votes behind it. Maybe even tens. Hollywood Foreign Press has 72 people. Oh, wow. And normally, if you just wine and dine them, they'll nominate. You ever watch the Golden Globes and go, what the fuck is that doing nominated? Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Dan- um. Denzel Washington even joked about it in one of his speeches. He was like, yeah, they said, go to this party and you'll win the award. And here I am. Like he it's yeah. And, but where the golden globes comes in handy for the Oscars, it's all part of the campaign tour. If you win. Oh yeah. Kihu Kwan. He is doing great on his little campaign tour. That golden globe speech was perfect. Mm -hmm. The Oscar voting hasn't started yet. He's on everybody's mind. That's how you do it. That's why they're important. It's because they're campaigning for campaigning the Oscars. Tools. Yes. I didn't I didn't know there were only 72 people in the thing. It's, it's 70 something. Hold on. Let me make sure. I mean, a low amount compared yeah. to tens of thousands. I mean, which one is the big precursor for the Oscars? Like the WGA, the DGA, the PGA, mm. those awards. And th- their nominations are out. So I stand corrected. There are now, they've added, there's 105 members now. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but still. That'll do it, guys. Those are our Oscar nominations predictions for 2023 for the films of 2022. What are your predictions? Leave them in the comments below and come back next week for our video where we discuss the actual nominees and we see how wrong we were. Mm-hmm. We'll see you later.